What up, you guys? Welcome back to another Hot Seat Podcast. And she is your host, Q. And I'm Flo. And we want to do a movie review today. And we watched Not Easily Broken, which is uh, entitled from, uh, what's his name? T.D. Jakes. He wrote this book, so the movie came to fruition, starring Taraji P. Henson and Moise Chestnut. Mm-hmm. And it's about Dave and Clarice Johnson, young couple, got married, and you know, they got transitioned through uh, life. <laughs> There's what are that what was that supposed to say? <laughs> they were navigating life's yes. transitions. There you go. <laughs> navigating life's transitions. So take it away. Away we go. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we were so actually I don't remember how it came up, but Flo was asking, excuse me, Flo was asking about the movie for whatever reason. And I was like, yeah, I think I saw it. It was about a guy and his son died. And he's like, no. <laughs> so then we watched the movie because I obviously didn't know what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. And we had, so what was it, like a two hour movie, something like that. Um, our viewing of it ended up being like three hours because we kept having to pause because we were having conversation. We're like, you know what? Let's talk to the people about this too. Yes. So they were young, married, mm-hmm. and the idea was that you know he was going to become a great basketball player. No, nope. nope. baseball. Guess we gotta watch it again. <laughs> that, oh no, they were playing basketball with all the friends. Okay, yes. See, hey. <laughs> playing basketball with the friends but baseball yeah. player because that's what he coached that's what he played and you want to be a professional yeah right i'm saying but that's who mm-hmm. he, he was coaching the kids yes he was yes, coaching see? the kids I, you know, I you're going point, right? so forward and jumping back but i got you it's really not that confusing but okay so anyway see now that's my train of thought he was injured Yes, he was injured, and so their dreams kind of took a turn, and then they had to navigate through that. And so, yeah. um, what's it, Clarice? Yeah, Clarice. Is the wife. So, her um, ambition never ceased, and she was able to become like a top re- real estate agent. There you go. Me and that word, we don't get along very well. Um, <laughs> so, she was one of the tops in her company. I assume it's a company. And, um, Firm. You know, she just had that, what do you call it? She had that, um, that stereotypical idea of a woman who does very well for themselves and they kind of um, hold it over whoever they're with, which I do not personally like. She was a breadwinner. Well, yes, but you don't have to hold it over people. Like when she was talking to him, they were in like, I think they were in the kitchen or like the dining area of their house and... I don't know, she was talking and she was saying something about like his truck and then she says something and she's like about to leave and so she like winds up and then smacks his butt like really hot and then walks out and he's just like, oh, she was making fun of his stomach. Yeah, <laughs> stomach. I'm putting on some weight. Yeah, and so she, you know, he, um, what's his name? Dave. Mm-hmm. Dave. He's like, what, really? And she like does that and walks out and it's like normally you would see that type of uh, dynamic in reverse, or it would be like the wife kind of who's at home, and it's like, oh, yeah. wait, and gets the bum smack, and yeah, so it's just kind of interesting. I mean, I think some people might have seen that, 
or if they had experienced it, they would think it was a bit de-emasculating. Emasculating? Yeah. Jesus, <laughs> I told you. I am not myself right now. But yeah, so just, I think um, her, her, I think her drive out, outweighed, her individual drive outweighed the growth of the marriage. Because she was going for money, successful, mm. I'm the breadwinner. I'm, but at the same time, that may be true as he himself, Dave, was developing his own, um, now I don't remember the name of the company. Who's the electrician? Mechanic? Something, engineer, something in there. It was, um, no. Something um, with construction and contracting. That's the one. Con yes. He was starting that <laughs> business. And I think even though she she is the breadwinner, she's so focused on having the materialistic things so that way they weigh each other, not realizing Dave has a, I guess, more of a, it, make, it has to make sense type of mentality when it comes to money. Because just because you're a number one top firm, you're being recognized, doesn't mean your lifestyle has to match that. Because in actuality, that may not even be possible. Right. Just because you're number one in your thing and you're getting X amount of dollars doesn't mean you spend the X amount of dollars that you earn so it matches. Because otherwise, you find yourself in a hole. Right. So he, he was more like, I like my truck. It gets from point A to point B. I don't need to have this whole fancy truck right, or make it do. seem like I'm this top guy. No, it doesn't matter. What matters is my work. It, my work and the effort that I put in there and the results that come out, you know, effective and efficient. Mm -hmm. So I think that's one part of the thing, one uh, aspect of something they have to transition and grow from for her from that mentality the idea of how much the money idea, they yeah. would have had had he not been injured yeah. as opposed to what they have or actually have now exactly because like you said she was driving for us oh we're still going to be half this big extravagant mm -hmm. i'm going to make sure i'm number one over here and we can still do it and it's just like yeah. that baseball money is long we talking about you being a real estate agent unless you up there you know million dollar listing it is, is not as long as people long? yeah the money isn't long you ain't got that many comments and oh okay it's like money isn't long like, it, that that being oh my gosh <laughs> you're talking about the bill itself Hey. Jeez. But yeah, I think that was one. That was probably one one of the first things I recognized in the movie. It was that. The right. money, the financial aspect, and them not being on the same page. Really? And that's going to cause a problem later on. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That was, yeah. And then, so, I mean, you have that. You have the finances, which is one of the big, what, big three, right? Mm -hmm. For divorce. So, you have finances. And then you have... Um, the different ideas about starting a family. Oh, yeah. So, you know, he coaches the baseball team, the young boys. Yeah, the city baseball yeah. team. And, you know, he's 
extremely devoted mm -hmm. and partly I'm sure because he does not have his own child yeah. to be spending that time with so you know and he knows his his past right and so it's a way it's an outlet for some of them it would seem like throughout the movie it would seem like a um keep him out of trouble yeah a safe environment for them um and then she just doesn't understand like I, sometimes it's like she does she just not like them the kids thugs, them hoodlums <laughs> yeah like, it was just i was like my gosh soulless mm -hmm. soulless but i think that i think they never left he, they obviously never left because of his injury. So they stayed in their hometown, if you will. Right. Because you did have his teammate or, or high school buddy or brother or whatever that was still in the movie wondering why he's in his situation and trying to find and pinpoint and blame that it's got to be them or this or that reason because it wasn't me. I should have gotten a college scholarship and went pro and all this stuff so right. they obviously stayed in their hometown i think that was another driving force for him to know that someone that he grew up with turned that way and coaching is an outlet to help mature boys into manhood through sports and knowing showing them how to be a team player and camaraderie and just seeing people for who they are and what they can contribute to the team. Mm -hmm. Like he said, the great, <laughs> what did he say? The great, uh, he said, Brother King said, what race? Oh, yeah. We're the human race. <laughs> yeah, human race. Uh-huh. That was hilarious. I don't think Dr. King, I didn't say Dr. King. I didn't say Dr. King. No, I didn't say Dr. King. The barber guy or something. Yeah, the street. The street. <laughs> Mr. He King. It's human race. But he's white, though. No. Um, so I think that's probably was his driving force too, along with his aspiration for wanting to have a kid of his own. And she was more so like, no, we're trying to take it, would, it to the next level, get a bigger yeah. house, and I want my Escalade and all it would of be, this stuff. Um, an inconvenience. Yeah. Especially thinking financially, it would be an inconvenience at mm. that time. So let's get to the nitty. Gritty. The nitty gritty? Uh, yes. You talking uh, about the three strand? No, I was talking about oh. the mom. <laughs> I don't I don't remember her name in the in the movie. The mom's name. I don't know. Clarice's mom. Miss Jennifer Lewis. I, I she's know, just Miss mm. J. Lewis. Miss J. Lewis. Little girl. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 That's just iconic. But, you gotta you know, explain the scene. You can't just say little girl. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't just say little girl because we haven't introduced everything as oh to how gosh. she even gets into the picture. I mean, obviously she is the mother, the mother-in-law, so she's part of the family, but the way it's portrayed, she's part of the marriage too. She's not just part of the family, she's part of the marriage. Um, there's a scene where he says something to the effect of, you know, your mother's always had an equal share in this marriage so you know so instead of it being my side and your side it's my side your side her side which ends <laughs> up being their side and him alone exactly um but yeah well, so let's set it up then go ahead all since right you want to interrupt so he had extra fun extended time he was with the boys and they went over time because they introduced a new did they introduce a new player to the team 
No. That's when he was why playing was, basketball. Why was he late? He's, well, either either way, he was either basketball with the fellas or he was uh, coaching and it went longer than it was supposed to. And they need to get there on time for her big grand celebration to show to everyone that's going to be at this celebration that she's number one real estate agent at her firm. Mm -hmm. He shows up late. He comes in. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just give me five minutes. And she just going off selfish and them boys and all of this and all of that so they get in the car this is my like number one thing don't drive angry because then you got your foot on the pedal you're frustrated your eyes are moving quicker than your brain can can uh grasp what's happening get distracted arguing back and forth speeding and so they're arguing back and forth and Someone T-boned them. They ran the red light. May I just say that not everybody is unable to drive effectively whilst angry. Not everybody is subject to the inability to still pay attention to the road and the rules of the road is, when they are driving. Which is why when she's in a mode of high drive. Cause you speed. I speed regardless. Exactly. So you angry? It's still we the same as well, thing. We might as well be on a rocket ship. <laughs> no, it's or still. Or as I say, on a ferry rocket ship. <laughs> it's still the same thing. I, you know, I have liberal you have limits the, when it has, comes to the speed limit. No, your yes, foot is the thing or the Hulk. You just never kids back there. Never, mommy, cute. Never, you're it's all you're over exaggerating. With the windows down, I speed are it's considered speeding because it is above the speed limit. Exactly, but I am, I am not going that fast. You know, you're going 99. Oh, I didn't even know. No, <laughs> that's not how it went. It didn't, but anyway. No, not so anyway. they got So they got T-boned. And, and it was the other person's fault, right? It was the other person's I, fault I because they ran, they ran the red light. Okay. So they rushed him to the hospital. You know, he's in a frantic, of course. And who does he call? The people that he associates with on a daily basis, because that's where your mind triggers. So he called his homeboys up. They were there and the um, doctor came out, pretty much said if she doesn't get focused and get focused and go hard with her therapy, she may never, you know, be able to walk again. Right. So and then he called his guy friends first and then called his mother in law, her mother. So his guy friends are already there and been then there. yeah doctor comes out like Flo was saying and then after the doctor leaves mom comes in to the scene and you know she's mom she's frantic just half crying half ready doesn't know what to do where to go asking questions and then answering questions and then asking more questions and yeah and so as he's trying to explain she, you know she asks of course what happened and he's trying to explain, like, I mean, I don't even know. She, oh, don't you? Because she already told me that you were late. And, and then at that moment, you see, like, wow, 
this is quite a dynamic. <laughs> this is your fault, Dave. Over there with them boys, you yes. ain't been rushing. Yeah. When so, they clearly had a green and someone ran the red. Exactly. Don't know how that that is his fault. But no. anyways, so, you know, that scene goes and then it's okay. It's time to time to go home. Mm-hmm. My <laughs> gosh. So they get home and he <laughs> they didn't get home. They got in the porch way. They got home and his mother-in-law <laughs> enters the door. <laughs> like, not that he knocked or rang the doorbell for anyone's assistant, but she was at the door to greet them and was like, I moved in. About time. So that was the first time we paused. Yeah, because the brother was like, mm. he's he, mm. holding the, uh, the wheelchair like. <sighs> yeah, I mean, she says she moved in. And then he's like, you don't have to be here. I can take care of my wife. If you could. If you husband, could, what do you say? What you say? If you, if, if you, you could, if you were able to take care of her, then I, there would be no, there would be no reason for me to be here. Now would there? There was no reason because nobody invited you. But anyway, ain't that right, Mama? I was like, oh, and the wife is, yeah. Oh no. So Clarice? he, so you know, there's like, there's normally like when you have steps going up to your house, there's sometimes a lip between where the, you know, the flooring of your inside house and then the outside step is Patio. at. Yeah, and so he's he has to pull the wheelchair over that. Mm -hmm. So he does. He does she, with a little bit ah, of anger. I mean, he does, he does it fast, which I understand. It's like, oh, okay, let's get this in. No, I think he did it because he was mad because mama at the door. Yeah, but like I said, in. he still, he did it fast, but it wasn't like he like moved oh, her, he hit her, her leg, threw no. it down. Like it was just a quick bump. She... I understand her. Can't break my other leg. I understand her reaction of surprise, like, oh my gosh! But she, oh my god, my leg! And then the mom is going. And she's like, See, that's why I'm here. Seriously. Trying to break my other leg. Yeah. <laughs> there is no way on this earth, in any situation or circumstance, that anybody is going to tell me that they have moved into my house or currently apartment. It would never, cause my response, my immediate response would be, and I just kicked you out. So, <laughs> you can, uh, yeah. And this is where we differ because for me, it would be acceptable because parent got sick or, you know, something like then that would be the case. But that's an outlier. That's different that's the, though. That's the outlier. Because you and I would have a conversation about that person. It wouldn't be that person's like, I'm sick, so I moved in. No, you didn't. Oh, well, yeah. No, you didn't. I'm just saying that would be the exception as to where a parent would move in right. to the house for us. It's, so, they got sick, accident, need we're to gonna be watched. Helping, yeah. So that makes sense. But mm -hmm. in this situation, this, situ this situation would never happen. This situation... No, I'm not gonna say the situation would never happen. The situation might happen. It just would not be allowed to continue. <laughs> it, it would be stopped right there. I just- It's like, oh, how long you been here? Oh, a couple hours. Well, I hope you enjoyed house sitting. See you when we call you. Yeah, that just, no. Yeah. So that, that was our first pause and we had a whole conversation. I, at that point, I just could not get out of my head like- I wish you- <laughs> I sure I'm did. Like, wish what? <laughs> 
Like, Wish we give a two-story house? <laughs> Why would I? Seriously, because they're, yes. As much as I love his parents. My niece. <laughs> I'm not going to put up with that in my house. I'm just not. No. I'm just not. <laughs> <laughs> so you alright? Yeah. <laughs> so, that was the first thing. And then what else? What else happened? Um, it was more so him chatting it up with his boys and then, you know, this is a great physical therapist. You might want to send her, you know, to your house and see, see what, you know, she can do to help the situation. So he invites, he invites her in to the house and she's going to be an at-home physical therapist. Right. And, um, that's pretty much the most important part is the introduction of another yet another woman in this marriage because you already got the mama included you got the wife and the husband now here comes another woman into this that's going to be there to help her get her leg together which she does an amazing yeah. job as a physical therapist yeah. you know she's walking she's she's just doing great work with her and the results are awesome and so for Clarice's character, and I think it's Julie, who's the name of the character for the physical therapist. Yeah. You know, she's, you know, they have a, a good rapport, as most people do when they After have time. Because well, in right. the beginning, yeah, in the she, beginning was, she had a terrible she was, attitude. Yeah, she was super low. <clears throat> but that was because she was The mama like, had to correct her. The husband, he the tried one that to brought the help, didn't. she didn't want to... Doing all that, and the physical therapist was like, hmm, what? Really? Yeah. And the mama, but, you gonna get your act together. But yeah, <laughs> so they, in the end of it all, they, you know, good rapport, good relationship. Mm -hmm. And through that, who is it? The physical therapist, Julie, has a son who swims. Yeah, swim. Like Olympic training swimming, or Junior Olympics, because yeah. his age. Yeah. And so um, he. Dave goes and sees one of his like swim practices or swim mm -hmm. meets. No, before that, you have to explain little girl. I don't have to explain that. You got to explain it because you thought it was so hilarious. Because it is hilarious. Share it with the people because that goes in line as to how the boy comes into play. Okay, so she's getting ready to leave their house after a physical therapy session and her car isn't stops working. And so the mom voluntold Dave to take her to because she has to go pick up but he son. wasn't having it because he, he got to go hoop he yeah. had his hoop stuff yeah and so they're like he those, relieve his stress those guys like you can put that off after she basically just saved your wife's life so he's like yeah okay I can take you so then they go to get her son and then he has a number for a mechanic who can get you know look at the car or whatnot mm -hmm. and so that's how he's initially introduced to her son finds out that he swims and then that he could that he has a baseball team and that if he wants to come he could try it out he's like oh i've always wanted to try baseball right. so so he does go to one of the baseball practices mm -hmm. and then you know he had he needed a little bit of coaching so that he could actually hit the ball, but then he, you know, he got it, and then all the kids were ah, and they were yeah. all cool. You hit after it that, than me. right? And then Dave goes and sees his um, swim meet, 
I assume it's called meat, I think. In my mind, that makes more sense. Goes to... The kids from Oh, meat. yes. So he's getting closer to the kid that swims because he coaches him. And the kid wants him to be there for mm. his swim meet. meets. He wants his coach there, you know? But during all of that, you have the difficulty in the marriage because you have added mama, stress with the mom. Mama's there and they're already somewhat disconnected mm -hmm. because he's trying to be intimate, show affection, show love. She's dismissive with that often. often and more so focused on getting to the money and so there there's that distance in mm -hmm. their relationship and you compile the accident and the resentment because it's his fault because mama said it's his fault right and then look at him answering the phone outside when is he ever so, had to do that before i was gonna say that so he, she's feeding i was gonna say that his um invite to the swim meet was over the phone but in order to answer it he went outside of the house so they didn't hear because they were like they were watching, watching something and of course the mom she like I don't know. She heard she heard him breathe, so she starts looking around, sees that he's outside, and then brings it up because the Clarice, she wasn't the, any wiser. She was yeah. watching whatever TV show it was that she didn't want to watch in the first place. And so then that, you know, that kind of sparks something. It puts the negativity into her, uh, a negative thought in her brain or seed mm -hmm. into her brain, and then it yeah. becomes a problem. And so now she's like, yeah. I think there's all because of the mom. She planted them seeds. I think at one point she like looks through his phone and sees the like text message between them or something like that. I don't remember about that. this. Yeah, because she saw um, Kevin Hart's character, Trey, Trey, Trey. Kevin Hart's character. Yeah, Kevin Hart's character. Trey. Like they had been texting, which he has a funny. His character is very <laughs> emotional, <laughs> but funny. Um, but yeah, so like, the, and then before that, it's um, Julie. So you see mm. them too. And then so, so now on top of the two of them already having problems because of differences and how finances should be utilized. And then it's your fault that I have this problem because mm -hmm. you were late and didn't put me first. Mm -hmm. Now you oh. have the mom in there yep. creating discord because, oh, well, he's just, you know, he's acting just like X, Y, and Z. And, and she blew up on him in the kitchen about not having, not having any money which <laughs> because she wanted to be so oh oh we oh, got that's... it we got it here's yeah. our card and he was trying to signal like we ain't got it because you ain't been working right. so it's been all my money stretched thin because you have this we gotta live up here right. and i'm building a business so the bills are here and my building business is here so obviously there's a gap mm -hmm. so we need to go to the credit cards because there's no room to save because every time you number one you add something you add on to to our financial responsibilities right so because she hadn't been working instead of having both the incomes it's only his income which is less than hers and hers mm -hmm. is kind of basically making it allowable for them to live in the lifestyle with which she has Built? planted them into <laughs> so you know he is he he's like yeah. and she's like we're fine we got it and he was sweating bullets like yeah. oh god 
because uh, they were at a um, lunch, I yeah, guess, a luncheon was, with some yeah. high developers. Um, yeah, clients for her. You know, she's trying to get and they want I, his advice because because well, I can't remember does. what he does, and he's mm -hmm. just trying to yeah uh huh. And so what I would do he is, he does like his. Then, I think that's what they're called. They're called contractors. He remodels and does buildings. And I mean, it was a. Um, I'm tired of saying. It. I, I need to. Know. It was a plan that was larger than what he's done before. Yeah. But I mean, he has done some, and she she's trying to make it seem like he's just one of the greatest. Oh, he's done he's everything. And he's like very lucrative. Yeah. She, he's like, uh, are we talking about me or are we talking about somebody else? So, you know, she's really trying to maintain this um, appearance that really isn't necessarily true. And then so she becomes embarrassed, but then of course it's all his fault. And so they have a, so on top of everything else, they have a disagreement about, you know, you embarrass me in front of my client. No, you embarrass yourself by not listening to him, by not thinking about the fact that as you've already stated, like without your job, you guys wouldn't be making the bills. So since you haven't been working, how, like, hello. Mm -hmm. So So you got negative seeds, you got financial issues, you got intimacy issues, and then you have uh, Dave uh, becoming more connected to the son and Julie because there isn't any stress there. Right. There's, there's, no more, expectation there's no expectation of being more than what you are or want to be. Yeah, there's no down talking. There's no anything. There's no distance. There's no mother-in-law. And so that creates a problem. So basically, he has an emotional affair. Emotional connection. Mm -hmm. And Clarice finds out. And she's distraught. She's Wait, like, it's worse because it isn't physical. It's emotional. Yeah, she's stolen my husband's heart. Stealing. Mm-hmm. You kind of gave it to her. <laughs> with Created the way the you're talking. Yeah. Created but, the environment. Yeah, so... What was it? What, there was something we were going to bring up. Something... Talking mm. about the three? Hmm? Oh, yes. The three chords? Yes, the chords. Which, that's hilarious. Because they we, go to um They go to counseling. the pastor because she wants it because she wants to, you know, make it right. And he's more like, I don't know, I'm tired because this is how many years in? Right. We can only guess and probably say like 10 years in after the injury and stuff. So 10 years of you feeling this and obviously the mother is comfortable enough to say and do and speak this way. So that means you've been dealing with house. this <laughs> for an extended amount of time and there's just no love. Affection. Right. So where's my affection? <laughs> they go to the the pastor and uh -huh. so during they do show this part in the beginning with their um wedding ceremony how there's a three strand cord. So they each represent one and then God is the third cord. Mm -hmm. And without God to you know keep them all together then it falls it'll apart. fall apart. So I think that message is self-explanatory. Mm -hmm. So they go and see the pastor, and the pastor's asking questions, and, you know, Clarice is saying her stuff, and then when it's um, Dave, yeah. I keep wanting to call Dave. him David. No, Dave. <laughs> when it's his turn to speak, he gives, like, you know, short answers, kind of like, I'm done with this. 
And then she goes off. Like, she's cool, see? calm. See? And this one, and she, are you sure? And all, just everything. And the pastor's like, calm down. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> so, I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> he was like, basically, it looked like he wanted to tell her to shut up. But mm -hmm. he didn't. He was, he was much more respectful than that. Yeah. <laughs> but so he, you know, he had her stop. He spoke just to Dave. I mean, she was there, but he was speaking directly to him and was just asking like, how are you feeling about all the, everything that's going on? And, and then he was honest. And in his honesty, his wife heard nothing. She heard nothing. What did he say? I don't know what he said word for word, but he basically said that he didn't feel like a man. <laughs> Like, he wasn't there's feeling no seen, heard, valued. All of those things. And then the uh, the conversation or the, yeah, the conversation about a child came up again. And he's like, I want. And she doesn't. And she's like, well, it, just, it would just get in the way right now. And so, you know, <laughs> so it wasn't on her to-do list, but it doesn't matter how it affects him it wasn't on her to-do list so basically she was being selfish and self-centered because as i said as he's expressing himself just being open and just honest she's like but this though this is what we need to do you need to get on my page and yes. that's not how things work and, and i want my escalate yeah i don't know why the escalate <laughs> is so important but <laughs> she, they're getting one she's you gotta like, look the part to be broke Right. <laughs> so stop studying. Unfortunately, there is a loss. Julie's son. Mm -hmm. um, He's um. It, it's it's tragic because it's foreshadowing in the movie about him uh, training with his coach, and his coach is like, "Yes, make sure you count when you're getting to or count you your say, strokes. Count yeah. your strokes as you're getting to the wall." So he's like, oh yeah, sorry coach. He's like, yes, you see this? And he has a scar, you know, because he didn't count his strokes and hit his, and injured himself. So this, I think this is the moment of truth, junior Olympic trial it's, thing. Yeah. And he goes out there and he kills it, but Record. he didn't remember to, to count, count his stroke. stroke. And so he ends up having to get rushed to the hospital. Yeah. He loses, uh, fortunately loses his life. You have Dave coming in. You have one of Dave's buddies coming to and the swimming coach there. Mm -hmm. And they see the blinds closed. So the child, yeah. the child is lost. Dave, because of that emotional connection and distance from his wife, he steps up and starts taking care of things. Well, the him funeral. and the friend oh, yeah. help and take care of the funeral. Yeah, arrangement. I guess. They did. The they both. Had well, of course. In the did. beginning. Yeah, but right at that point, it was all to help, and so they yeah. did. But then he does pay her, and after, like, it's been a while, and she's not answering anybody's calls. And he's at the whole motel chilling because yeah. he can't. Me, he's like, I'm at, gone. At the house, yeah. I, what was his? I forgot what it, Oh, that's what it was. The mama goes straight disrespectful talking to him. And you going to sit there and let your mama talk to me like that? And so he just dipped, and that's how he ended up at the hospital right and from the hospital he went to the motel right so but then he does you know after time she's not answering he does i think she calls him no he called oh no yeah he calls he calls he calls yeah and she's and not answering she and then she ends calls. up calling him so then he goes over there 
and you know they share a moment yeah they share a moment and kiss and then it's like ah oh, no i can't do this no, this isn't okay. right and so like that kind of gets resolved and then the daughter was it I no clarice the pastor speaks the what? pastor speaks to Clarice That's after the funeral. I was going to say, was it after the funeral? Because yeah, I didn't remember. It was after the funeral because she's stuck. Like, she's literally stuck because she was at the back <laughs> of the funeral. Gabe is in the front. Yeah. With the homeboys and then with his homeboys who are Why coaches. is she at the back? And she at the back feeling guilty. Uh-huh. Because she approached this woman going hard in the paint. You stay away from my husband. And the girl's like. You're looking for someone to you're blame. You're looking for you someone to blame. You, you didn't have to leave your front door to find someone to blame. <laughs> and so I tell you right now. And so whatever. So she at the back feeling guilty for that. And because of what's going on. Because she found out her husband emotionally is no longer connected to her. Mm -hmm. And so he's in the front. She's in the back. She just stuck. Literally stuck, and the pastor comes over. He talks to oh, her. He says it's so sweet, so nice. He does. He's like, remember I told you about the three? I think he brought up yeah, the three core strands. Has strand. God been in your relationship? <laughs> yes. Okay. Cry. Okay. You didn't tell me the truth. Next thing is, your mother, such a sweet, sweet woman. Good woman. <laughs> <laughs> that part I did laugh. That laughed. was cold. It, it was such so a sweet cold. woman. But the problem is that you listen to her in in matters of your marriage. I think that's what he says. Yeah. Something to that extent. You listen to her and then it goes to it goes far enough to say that like she's gonna um she'll end up where her mother is. Where her mother is which is if you keep listening to her. Pretty much single, yes. mm -hmm. bitter, yes, all of those things. So, in that moment, that conversation, and in her own thoughts, I think she came to the realization of what her act, her actions, and what they have caused. What her part in that entire situation is, mm -hmm. and how she contributed to nurturing the separation, the emotional separation between the two of them. Right. So she goes and talks to her mama. They have a heart to heart. Have a heart to she, heart. She gains understanding as to why her mom is the way she is, mm -hmm. and then realizes that that is not her situation nor her burden to carry. No. And that she needs to, as she said, go get her man. Yeah, and that she she doesn't have to be the way that she is, the way her mother is. She doesn't have to be that way. That she can make a decision herself and actually do better than, than uh, do better, experience more than what her mother, what her mother has. Stop. Why are you stopping it? It's blurry. You, you stopped the recording? I'm trying to, it's not working. Oh crap. By the way, this is going quite long. No, it's not, it's 39 minutes. It felt like it was hanging all the time. Is it still recording? Yes. Okay. You need to stop it, Eli. Dang it. All right, what that's was okay. I saying? 
um, realizes goes. She realizes that she doesn't have to live. <laughs> she doesn't have to mirror her mother's uh, life right. and end up having that type of animosity, that uh, desire to not be able to forgive and to understand and understand and to express learn more about love right because i didn't say her like it her mom has a reason for them not being separated yeah because he's justified it makes sense but she held on to that negativity so much so that it caused her to become bitter and she's pushing that onto her or projecting mm -hmm. that onto her daughter in the and way so, that she raised her which mm -hmm. is why she made the comment I don't, I don't even know how to love. Right. But I want to learn how to love because I know I have a good man. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, they have that heart to heart. And they have some adult time. They have that what? Clarice goes to Dave. Yeah, you didn't say girl. that because all you we was talking about. Oh, I about thought, I thought you. I thought you. Well, they did have heart to heart, but I thought you <laughs> talked. Well, they also had adult time too because. She told her daughter about her father, which most yeah. people don't hear those types of things. No. But so after that, Clarice tells her mom, like, I'm going to need you to be to be out to be out the house. She's like, I'll be gone by the time you get back, mm -hmm. which I was like, she must not have. And I pray for you because she just feels that her daughter going to end up like she, like she. Right. Because she ain't listening. So mm -hmm. she goes to the hotel. She knocks on the door. She comes in. She brought her some food. Right. And she said what it is that she needed to say, which is being honest, open, and transparent. And he sat there and listened, told her to come sit right here, and then that's all she wrote. Yes, that's when the that's what, time came in. Yeah, because <laughs> he now he feels that she's opened the door and is willing to walk through it and walk through it with him, sharing all of that that intimate information and knowledge mm -hmm. and strengthening their connection. And of course, the re-emergence of God in their relationship. Right. So, end of the story. Chance of pregnant. They're going to have a baby. He's happy. He's happy. They're moving on. They're moving up. They're moving doing on better. And moving up. So I think the overall just of this great story. Just? Yeah, just. No, just. Oh, just. Whatever. Just. <laughs> just. Just. Just because. Jive. You know. Turkey. It doesn't matter. Jive turkey. <laughs> just the overall, I think, lesson for me in this movie is the number one, the importance of God in the relationship. Because mm -hmm. when you stop paying attention to him, it's easy for your eyes to be deterred and start looking elsewhere because if you're honoring mm. if you're honoring god and you're doing what god wants you to do that means you're doing the same to your spouse mm -hmm. because he tells you how to treat he tells you how the marriage is supposed to flow you of course you find what works in accordance to your personalities as husband and wife but if you're honoring him then you're honoring your marriage you're honoring your wife so you stay focused and attentive right. at that and I think when you turn your head, that happens. And then communication, the importance of uh, intimate communication, getting like not just 
saying, hey, how was your day? It was a great day. No, it was a great day because of X, Y, and Z, but at this point, I felt this way because of what happened at work or what happened when you said this or your little, um, what I'm telling you about my day made me feel like you wasn't listening, that you didn't Communication, care. got it. Yeah. <laughs> so that intimate communication, I think is another uh, pivotal and very important thing because then you can address the financial stuff. You can address what's going on with your growing business, uh, realizing what our current situation is and how we got to operate in that situation so we can grow out of it, not go out of it. And then we have to find a way to get out or work even extra harder, which invokes stress. Right. And I think that was another factor in here is that all of those things provided stress, stress right. and then here comes the anger and all that other stuff. So I understand why it's called not easily broken because in all of that, they still <laughs> emerged together. Mm -hmm. They were not easily broken by the financial difficulties, the mother-in-law difficulties, the we don't see eye to eye about kid difficulties, the other lady but not really difficulties, the mm -hmm. kids because I'm jealous that you spend your time with them but it's because we don't have a child of our own, difficult, like you know, yeah. all, just all of those things. But they still managed to be able to stay together and work through it and it was only because of that third string of mm -hmm. the cord having God because what life without God sucks yes yes as do marriages well excuse me <laughs> <laughs> what well what did I do guys no I mean Help me. not all <laughs> marriages without God suck However, I do think that they could be easier with him, seeing as how he is the creator and he knows how they're supposed to go. But I don't know. Uh, what, you want to edit is. that out? <laughs> <laughs> it's in there. We don't edit. <laughs> but life stay is outside Regardless. But yeah, so, so I think their, their um, marriage was, since you want to tag in your shirt, their marriage was reborn. <sighs> copycat <laughs> <laughs> and new new life was uh planted brought. brought brought into their relationship so i think so where do you see similarities do you, do you i guess i should say do you see similarities um absolutely not a real estate agent <laughs> oh neither neither am i neither am i the similarities would be the the athletic, me and him in athletics, an injury to the knee ended it. Um, I wouldn't say mine was, actually no, yeah, it ended it because I still got to get surgery on this other knee, just not time yet. So that and having to redirect and find something new and then, find, and then being settled in what that is, knowing what it is that you're trying to do, grow from it. And because your desire is still connected to whatever your sport is, mm -hmm. you found an outlet to coach kids and get try to put them in a better position to be prepared. Because it wasn't just all about sports. It was also about being a great man of having some character and integrity mm -hmm. and being educated too. So you gotta have a fallback on. So I find similarities in that aspect 
sports, having the injury redirect. Now my, my stuff is more about teaching about what my secondary love is, which is numbers and how to use that to help elevate someone's life. What's your primary love? Bas it was basketball. I'm just talking with him. So which number am I? You're number one, but we're talking about <laughs> you just this. Said. We're talking about <laughs> this in particular. His mind was sports, yay. And she's here supporting me, love you. We're gonna be wealthy, have all the greatest things because you're here by my side. So then it's just like, okay, boom. And that, I think that ties into not easily broken too because you lost something. Um, you important. Yeah, something that was important to you. It didn't break you, you just transitioned mm -hmm. and you still stay committed to um, your responsibilities, to the person that you've given your heart to, that you care for even through all of that. So I would say that's where the similarities come in with us because there are, we've gone through some situations that could cause things to have broken. Some? A few. Uh-huh. Couple of three, four. Several. Nine, 10? Several. 20? <laughs> Multiple, <laughs> but yeah, there's yes. been some. So, um, but not broken though. So I think that what comes into that, if for their, for their, uh, what am I trying to say? To ins to ensure that the break doesn't happen, that's where the compassion and forgiveness and grace and mercy, all of that stuff comes in comes into play because God is in this. Mm -hmm. You know, what would Jesus do? What what does his scripture say? What is his rules and regulations on how to handle situations? It all comes to communication. So I think that we've we've had our struggles and we worked through them. So I find the similarity there. The money stuff now, the kids stuff, hmm. we have three working, you know, we have three. We're working through that yes. one too. My attention, it could, oh, that's the other thing. My attention to work is a was, was a distraction from family and marriage. It could be seen that way, even with Dave. His attention to the kids and her screaming, way. you're not at home spending time with us, spend, with us, yeah. sorry. Spending time with me, the mama was in there, so I'm sorry. I said us <laughs> <laughs> spending time with me you know that's a cry out to i want to have some more intimate one-on-one -on -one time with you also because i was at the beginning of it well i gotta go you know with the gotta go with the boys well well you done messed up late night fun so it's just right. like saturday fun. You, you gotta prioritize and that's why god and her and then everything else so i think that's where we're sending what about you? What about me? Similarities. Um, similarities to me would be the overall picture of having obstacles, transitions. Um, that is a similarity, but I mean, most people have those things. Um, <laughs> 
Everybody um, has those things. Everyone has life transitions. They do. I mean, they may not be as substantial. They're not, They're not all weighted the same. Right. They not. They may. That's why I said they may not be as substantial. They may not be. You know, difficult tests. You know, that you have to, or trials that you go through. But everyone does have life transitions. And so, I mean, ours was. You know. We had we had a number of those. <laughs> we did yes. have a number of those. With the audience, you guys know if you've right. been with us. I don't know what episode this is. Might be fifty or forty nine, whatever. Yes. But do you know? You know. Right, it's in there. You can just scroll back. Mm -hmm. But um, so I think those are that particular large category of life transitions. Uh, let's see what else. Um, No, I mean, I was going to say there could have been, but it was in a different, um, it was a different aspect. Not so much person whispering in, like, my mom talking to me. So I don't know if that would, would really count. I, that was just, I guess that's that was to you. Does it count? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, did, it didn't Did have... it lead you to feel a certain way or weary or more cognizant or cautious? Of certain attitudes. It led me to feel very irritated, <laughs> very irritated towards the individual and yourself because you <laughs> never seem to hear <laughs> ever. <laughs> like, you were standing right next to me. I didn't hear. I didn't hear. <sighs> I didn't hear it. What? So, but no, just having particular family members. I guess commenting or stating like more so things that would be considered like a turnoff or negative, but because you and I have had so many conversations, including how family members will react to our relationship growing more serious up and you know through mm -hmm. um, the marriage and everything. And how they can be and things that yeah, they so, say or could say. So like I was, I was already pre-prepared, but it was still very irritating. Like I said, for them to behave that way because you know they're grown. Or at least I would say that they're grown. And then the fact that you never, like, you were there but never heard, experienced, saw, witnessed, just, just no. <laughs> so that was irritating. Um, but so I'm like, it, it's, um, it's not exactly the same as what Clarice and her mom were experiencing, it's still, it's still but whispers. it was still the the extra chitter chatter outside of our the two of us our relationship. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I think that that actually um, the children thing would be a similarity, and then how so? Well, whether or not to <laughs> increase or not, because we already have well, that's old. children. Yes, but I'm I, saying I was more so. I got one of each, so I'm good. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So that, like I said, that would that would be a similarity. But we did we not grow from that? Yes, we're talking okay. about the similarities, okay, are we not? I just want to make sure. Make sure we're on the same page. <laughs> So that, and then uh, I think that that is it. 
because like I said, there's, you already brought up your focus with work. Mm -hmm. Actually, so an inability to communicate effectively. That is also a similarity. Like her saying. Yeah, you, you struggle sometimes with that. <laughs> I couldn't even keep a straight face. <laughs> I tried and failed at the start. <laughs> so her yelling at him about you're always with the boys when she could have just said, you know, I would like for us to have more time together. And then them actually sit down and try and figure something out. You know, you also. We, excuse me, we also struggle with the ability to communicate those those particular things. Why do you feel the need to correct it? <laughs> because. We're not the same person. We are not the same Just person. Just because it's supposed to be one flesh, that don't mean we have one mind. Well, that's because, not because every time I'm not exempt. There are times, although far and few in between, but there are times where I do not. You do? I don't remember any of them. <laughs> communicate <laughs> as effective that's because i always figure it out myself and then go back and correct myself it's not something that damages or hurts you and then you're like well why didn't you just say because i already do it so that's probably why you don't but yes like the whole thing at the apartment with the trying the salsa water thing oh yeah so that like that for us that stuff was disgusting it, it is. But I'm getting better with it. Yeah, it's like I was saying, that for it us, that time. was a great, that was a very positive example. I mean, it didn't start off the best. No. Just try it. No. Just try it. No. Just try it. No. I already had a, no. <laughs> <laughs> I am not trying it. No. And then it's like, okay, But that, I would say that's a positive thing, because I don't know how old they are. They've got to be beyond their 30s in the movie. As far as their age, so no, she might be like thirty-six. I'm just okay. saying, but that's that's just proof that people people overcome things in their own time. Well, of course, that is that of natural. Because at that age, she's now oh, I gotta communicate better. Oh, I gotta love better. I need to get more right. in tune with me and figure that out. And I'm grateful and blessed to have a husband who's who has been there all of this time when I didn't know. Right. Now that I'm getting to that, now I have support to help me continue on. So And that's that's another similarity that, that I have. was saying yeah. similarity. <laughs> I have the you know, the support yes, to help me get yes. through. So the main one that counts at least. Yes. Yeah. Good job. Um I don't know, it was just I know what I I know I have watched the movie before, but of course, you know, being not in a relationship, especially a marriage, and then watching the movie, kind of like, oh, that was cute. And then, of course, uh -huh. being in a marriage, yeah. being in a long-standing relationship, leading into marriage, and then all those transitions. Yeah. It's so, like, what's your uh, final? What's your final comment on this review? I like the movie. I think it's best served for those who are headed into a like like a proposal like someone who's been who is has been in or is heading into a long-standing committed relationship or is in marriage not mm -hmm. so much you know when i watched it and i had none of the things 
Because, <laughs> yeah. you know, it doesn't really, like, there's no real understanding or impact as to what's going on. Well, it depends on. on how you walk into it. If you're walking into educational purpose, what could happen and how people overcome, you can look at it from that standpoint. But I think it's a great movie for you guys to watch. Yes. To learn from, to see the power of grace, of uh, compassion, of commitment, of forgiveness, and just staying true to yourself and true to the vows that you made because things are only easily broken if you allow them to be. Mm -hmm. if, they're, if you allow them to be and just you know, throw in the towel and the fight is done, then it can easily get broken. But if you really connected and, and care about somebody, you're not just gonna let it die. You're gonna do what you've gotta do to, to make sure that relationship stays intact, that marriage stays intact, mm -hmm. that um, work relationship stays intact, business relationship, whatever it may be. Right. You put in that effort, because things can only break if you let them. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's my final bit of tea for you today. Thank you all so much for watching <laughs> the video. Yeah, watching, watching the video. Watching the video. Uh, we Make sure. appreciate mm -hmm. <laughs> you guys watching. You just said that. I said thank you for watching, and I'm telling them that we appreciate that they are watching. Oh, that they are watching. Yes. 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 <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It's encouragement to keep going. Yes. Like, yeah. share, subscribe. Mm -hmm. Definitely comment, comment, yes. and comment. Send emails with any and all questions if you want to be on the podcast as well don't be shy say whatever you got to say with your chest right there on the facebook on the youtube say what you got to say we don't care yep hit us up in the email you want to challenge us we won't see it as a challenge come on the podcast sit right next to us we'll chop it up we ain't experts we don't know everything absolutely not we're here to learn which is why those comments are so important. I mean, I literally just said that all other marriages that don't have God suck, which that's not what I meant. <laughs> so we're definitely not experts because mm. that is not the truth. And I know that, that because I know marriages that don't involve God and they are amazing. So yeah. not experts, not professional mm. or professionals when it comes to this. Mm -mm. Yeah. We just talk about blended families and we what talk. we're overcoming, what we're learning, and we right. want to keep on learning. So we need experienced people yes. to come on and teach us some things or comment and share, subscribe so other people can see. So we can have even more comments and gain more knowledge because knowledge is power. Yes. But we love you guys, the village, you guys' support. We appreciate those who watch. Even if there's only five views, we appreciate those five. We do. We but those do. five, do not be afraid to comment because we want to learn. You can join the Patreon as well. They, our page, our village has already watched this episode way, way, way early before it gets released, mm -hmm. and we're learning from them with their comments. And some of them have our number and text us. So yeah, so we appreciate each and every one of you guys. Just head over to Patreon.com/QFlowStudios to get that early access to the video. See ya.